Hi there, and welcome to the Fall in Love with Yourself First podcast. My name is Mandy Tardiff, and this is episode number eight. So this episode is all about trusting yourself and developing the belief that you are and always are your own best ally and your own best friend. Now, this might be a belief, a concept that you already have adopted and made your own and it's something that you can find yourself agreeing with you feel aligned with what I just said or maybe this feels really foreign to you and you're having a hard time aligning to it and not just that you're drumming up examples of how you can dispute this like no I'm not my own best ally because I did this and I did that And that doesn't measure up. That doesn't show me that I am my own best ally, my own best friend, and that I am always siding with myself and that I can trust myself more than anybody on this planet. Now, whatever the case may be for you or if you're finding yourself somewhere in the middle, I can tell you that this was not a belief that I grew up believing Uh, This was not something that I even thought that I could believe uh, for a very long time. In fact, this is a pretty darn new concept for myself. And to say it out loud is powerful for me because now when I say it out loud and when I realize that this is a belief that we should all have deep in our bones, I realize how true it is and how true it's been my whole life. But I can also see how I haven't believed it, why I haven't believed it, why it's taken me so long to believe it, and why as a society, I feel like this is absolutely not the norm. Whether someone's just outright saying, you can't trust yourself, humans can't trust themselves, Um, we aren't our own best allies, we all self-sabotage, whether someone's just like blatantly saying that or they're exemplifying it without even knowing that they believe that or that they believe it in other people without actually saying it, they just are, you know, just uh, saying things, doing things, that just show you that this is not a fundamental belief that they have in their bones, right? So it's so important, I believe so important for all of us to start developing this belief, becoming even open to the belief that we all can trust ourselves, that we all are our own best allies and our own best friends. And I'm talking about the drug addict. I'm talking about the alcoholic. I'm talking about the homeless person. I'm talking about the person currently in jail. I'm talking about everybody. Now, what has happened as a society, individuals, groups, there has been a systemic, uh, systemic like belief that's been passed down like cultural belief, systemic belief passed down for years and years and years that basically says the opposite, whether it's very 
outright, you know, where like you grew up in a household, like maybe where parents or grandparents or a teacher or your brother or your sister or somebody was just saying, you can't trust yourself. You don't know what you're doing. You know, whatever the case may be, right? Or it's just was something that you learned because you observe your own family members or your parents and you could just tell without them actually saying it out loud that they just really didn't trust themselves where they really weren't seeming like they were their own best friend because maybe they were taking actions that were harmful maybe they were taking actions that were showing that they were like not believing in themselves right so I really want to talk about this today because it's something that I recently heard on a podcast this gentleman whom I really I love his teaching style, his coaching style, and um, I love his YouTube channel. It's uh, Clayton Olson, I believe is his name, and he's just great. He's been a coach for a long time, and although, you know, I don't necessarily align with absolutely everything, although I would dare say that I do really, the majority of what he says, I like really, really love, Um, but but he, I just I just think he's great. I think he's just a really great coach. He's very wise. He's very smart. And he has a lot of information for for personal growth and especially in the realm of relationships and and mostly like to understand that the most important thing that you could really do is to know yourself and to um, fall in love with yourself, you know, just like my podcast, fall in love with yourself first to be able to uh, be in right relationship with yourself and others and create beautiful relationships and attract the most beautiful relationships in your life. And in one of these particular videos that I watched of his, he was talking about some core fundamental beliefs that we should all adopt. And one of them was this concept of you are your own best ally. You are your own best friend. You can trust yourself at all times that you are always, always doing what is serving your best interest at all times. Like you don't have to believe that you're, you are a self-sabotaging person. You don't have to ever believe that you are this person who just like can't trust your thinking and you can't trust yourself and you, you definitely like you need a, a mommy to follow you around everywhere or a coach or, and this isn't to say that we don't need our parents and we don't need coaches. It's just... I guess what I want to focus on here is, is what, where are you coming from when you, when you really, really dig, dig deep, deep down, like deep, like if you, if you believe something, you're like, okay, well, what's deeper than that? What's deeper than that? What's deeper than that? Like, do you truly believe that you are a person that is always, 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 always doing everything at every moment? because you love yourself and you are always on your side. I definitely, if I look at my life, I look at my past, I would definitely say to you, no. <laughs> like, And here's proof of that. Here's an example. I used to be bulimic and I was gorging myself with food and then I was sticking my finger down my throat, driving around looking for a bathroom where no one would catch me heaving violently into the toilet for a good 20 minutes how could 
you ever say that that woman who I used to be is a person who can trust herself or who is not self-sabotaging or who always has her own best interest and is her own best friend and her own best ally. Like it clearly does not line up. Or you could look at how I was drinking myself into an oblivion and throwing up my food. I mean, throwing, well, I was throwing up my food, but just drinking myself into an oblivion and then throwing up the whole next day because of probably alcohol poisoning, like almost every weekend. And I was actually in a program for a very long, long, long time. It was a 12-step program centered around food addiction. And in this program, it was the belief and it was passed down and it was ingrained into your mind at almost every meeting. Your sponsor would say this to you almost every morning. I mean, it was just this, this belief that was talked about over and over again. You are an addict. You cannot trust yourself. You need people in your life who can tell you, you know, what's good for you because you clearly haven't made good decisions. And I mean, your best up left up to your best devices. Look at where you ended up. You ended up in a 12 step program. I mean, it was just this beating you down with these words of like, you're a piece of shit and you can't trust your thinking. So you need to call up the sponsor every day and you need to ask the sponsor what you should do. And, and I mean, and I believed that I got into this program and I was beaten down from bulimia and I was beaten down from the alcoholism and I just took this belief and I ran with it and it actually made me feel relieved for a time to call up a sponsor and just basically just say I don't know what to do tell me what to do but what ended up happening throughout my progression of growing in this program until I eventually left it after about nine and a half years was that even though there felt like some sort of a relief to believe, adopt that belief that I can't trust myself, that I self-sabotage, and then to turn to another person, to my fellows, and just ask them what to do, and then like literally just take their suggestions even if it didn't necessarily even feel right. It was like, well, you can't trust yourself ever. So even if, even if you think that you're hearing like some intuitive thing, like you can't trust that. I mean, I went through fucking hell trying to eventually come to this place, which is a miracle that I'm at today. I mean, literally, if you knew where I came from, it's a fucking miracle. But it was so hard. It was such a struggle. When I think of all those years and how I was like thinking that I was knowing what was best for me but so doubting it and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and pulling all these people in the program and asking my sponsor and my sponsor would say one thing but I would like feel another but I was so afraid to like disagree with my sponsor because that meant that I was off my rocker and I was back in my addiction if I don't align with my sponsor and I mean it was just it was pure hell when I look back on it and I just, I just didn't know what I didn't know back then. I mean, I was so in it and what I've learned now, because I'm no longer in that program, it's been quite a while since I've been in that program. It took so much work for me to get out of that program. I never thought I was going to leave that program. I am so grateful that life circumstances pretty much my backup was against the wall and I had no other choice but to leave that program. And it's really interesting that the very thing that led me 
to leaving that program was a night where I was faced with what felt like the biggest decision of my life up until that point. It might not seem that big to you, but to me at the time it was it was unbelievable how big of a decision this was. But in that moment, I I had to make a choice. I had to make a choice where I was either going to call my sponsor and ask her what to, I, she thought I should do. And I, and I knew what she was going to say. I mean, pretty much the suggestions were always the same. You could predict what they were going to say and you just knew. So it was either I was going to go down that road where I was going to call her and, and take what she suggested or I was going to do something on my own that I felt was right for myself, right for my body, right for the moment. And I was so freaking scared to make that choice but it came down to an actual health problem and I can see that my body was just screaming for me to listen to it like please if you're not going to listen to me then then this is going to become so painful that hopefully you will eventually make a choice to love yourself and at the end of the day I did at the end of the day, even though I had been told for almost a decade that I couldn't trust myself, that I had to run everything by a sponsor, that I was a self-sabotager, I was an addict, I made one of my very first decisions, a big freaking momentous decision in that moment, and it was in alignment with me being my own best friend, wouldn't you know? But the interesting thing was, is I made this decision, and that meant that I could no longer be in this program because that decision went pretty much against the the fundamental principles of the program. So, and I knew that, but I had such peace because it was like, well, this is so, it, it was so kind of, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a big day because my whole paradigm for life, everybody I hung out with, I mean, my whole life was centered around this program and it all kind of came crashing down. But I had this odd sense of just complete peace that I just knew that the decision that I had made was so loving for myself and so actually like practical and like common sense that it was like, okay, well, if the consequences are that I lose this program and then, you know, people aren't going to like want to hang out with me anymore because I'm not falling into alignment with what this program wants to pass down, well, then I guess it's not meant to be in my life. But it was just, it was a hard decision because... That meant that my whole community, my my whole all my friends, like where I lived, like everything had to change. And I can tell you, here I am today. I'm living in Hawaii, and I am not in that program. And I have changed so much, and I have come to know not just not just want to believe, but I have come to absolutely know that I am my own best ally. I am my own best friend. I have known, and I will continue to know what is always the best for me. I just had to learn how to trust that part of myself, which had been suppressed and pushed down since I was probably in the womb. You shouldn't feel that way. Don't do that. No, that's not really what you're feeling or thinking or don't wear this or don't eat that. And I grew up in a society where constantly I was being sent messages that I couldn't really trust myself. I was either seeing them, you know, on in magazines, like you're not who you're supposed to be. You're not what you're supposed to look like. You're not wearing what you're supposed to wear. Your size is not what it's supposed to be. Your breasts don't look like what they're supposed to look like. Or 
like if I was, you know, sad or angry or if I had a feeling like you, you shouldn't feel that, definitely don't feel that right here. I mean, don't you understand like you're in church, you're not supposed to feel that or you're not supposed to be angry or you're not supposed to be upset about this thing. Like you're supposed to put on a happy face. I mean, from the moment I was birthed, the messages have been coming my way, basically trying to suppress this truth, truth that I am my own best ally and that every single thing that I'm doing, I'm doing for a reason. I'm doing it because there's something deep inside of me that just knows it's either something I need to do to survive. It's something that I need to do to have connection. It's something I need to do to, you know, put money on the table, to put well, food on the table, to put money in the bank. And the more and more I grow and I have awarenesses and I mature and I get to know myself, the more I see that this is becoming clearer and clearer and clearer, that it's no longer where I have like this cognitive dissonance or there's a huge discrepancy between the fact that I am my own best ally and, but therefore I'm throwing up my food. Now, when I was bulimic, I was still my own best friend. I mean, I was getting the food that I needed to get. I was getting rid of it when I needed to get rid of it. I was hiding it when I needed to hide it. I was doing it because I was stuffing down feelings. I was doing it because I was purging feelings and it gave me this great sense of relief to get everything up and out. I was going about all of these ways to take care of myself, like, you know, like purging my feelings by talking about them. I didn't know how to do that. So I was essentially doing all these things because they gave me some sense of relief. They gave me some sense of calm, some sense of control. I was doing it because I'm my own best ally, because I was doing the best that I could with the tools and the knowledge and the information that I had at the time. Well, now I know more and I didn't know what I didn't know, but now I know more. And so I don't have to do that anymore. I can see why I was doing it. And quite frankly, you know, it was it was kind of smart of me to be doing that, right? What else was I going to do? But I'm not going to do it today because I know that that is just not the highest and best way for me to get my needs met. I've learned, I've grown, I've gained more awareness. I mean, I remember the first time that I actually was like, I am binging right now. I am binging because I'm stuffing my feelings down. I am binging because I'm uncomfortable. I am now going to go throw it up because, you know, I mean, I, I watched myself more as an observer and I was like, oh, this is why I was doing what I was doing. And now I have a choice. I actually have a choice now to do that or to not do that. And I don't want to do that because why? Because I'm in love with myself now. I love myself and the more and more and more I grow, the more and more I go through things and I just do so much introspective work and I ask God, I ask myself, what is there for me to learn? Because everything that happens to me happens for me. Everything, every person, every experience, everything that happens, happens for me. And the more that I can adopt that mindset, the more that I become an empowered creator and a person who's in charge of her life and can create her life and I'm not a victim and I'm not a person that has to say, wow, I just can't trust myself and I just self-sabotage myself. No, now there's some deeply ingrained patterns that we all have. 
Like for instance, I am moving through a very, very deeply ingrained pattern when it comes to relating, when it comes to dating, when it comes to how I relate to men, how I relate to romantic relationships and what my tendencies are. Um, I was doing the best that I could. And now that I have more information and more awareness and just experiencing more things and even just like feeling some pain, I am now coming to this place where I'm like, oh my gosh. So I have always been my own best ally and I still am. And now that I have more awareness and more information and more experiences, I am growing. I am, there's, this is evolution. I am changing. And now I'm continuing to be my own best friend, but in an even better, more clear, more healthy way. So instead of doing the things that I used to do that were a little maladjusted, maladaptive, um, maybe a little twisted way of getting my needs met, but they still were, it was a woman just, you know, wanting to get her needs met. But now that I've had these new experiences, I can totally relate in a different way and I can have more of an understanding and I can have more of power of choice in these situations because before there was some sense to me that didn't really feel like I had a choice and a lot of the times it's just lack of knowledge, lack of experience, lack of having people in your life that are going to validate you and just say, I believe you. I believe that this is your experience right now. And I believe that you're going to be okay. One of the most powerful fucking things you could ever tell your friend, your family member, your child, your husband, your wife is just to merely just say whatever you're feeling right now, whatever you're experiencing, whatever your reality is right now, I believe that's your reality. And I believe that you're okay. And I believe that you're going to be okay. And I just believe that you're, you're right where you're supposed to be and there's no need to have fear. There's no need to, for me to worry. There's no need for me to control you or manipulate you or try to change you at all. Because if we're trying to change somebody, then that means that we're in fact thinking that we know better than that person. And that would mean that what we're saying is, is I don't believe that you are your own best ally and I'm your own best ally. And that's a bunch of bullshit actually, because that person is their own best ally and you have to just let them come to that belief and you can remind them and the best thing that you could say is i know that you are your own best ally i know that you are your own best friend and i know that you know your way out of this i know that you are going to find your center i know that you're going to find your true north true north i know that you know exactly what to do you maybe you forgot that maybe no one's ever told you that maybe you don't even believe that but i know that to be the most fucking fundamental truth. I know that. I know that about myself and I know that about you. And when you remind somebody of that, when you imbue those words right into somebody's heart and soul, you can literally help them to jar them out of a stupor and a slumber where they have been believing, which most of us have, that this is not a fundamental truth, that we are all our own best allies and that we are not self-sabotaging ourselves. And like I said, and I need to go back and listen to this if you if if you just need to again of course there's so much evidence that people could just ah yeah but what about this and what about i i get all that but all of that is just because we all didn't fundamentally start out at the gate where we were constantly fed the message of the truth we we're constantly fed the message of the contradictory of that you can't trust yourself right so it's an unwinding process right now. And then what we'll see is a decrease 
And then there will eventually eventually be no need to ever even say the word self-sabotage. That Those two words won't even go hand in hand. They should have never gone hand in hand. It should just be self-love, not self-sabotage. So if we can just keep passing this message along and just keep reminding each other, even if we don't believe it, even if we don't necessarily see it, faith is believing in something that you don't necessarily see. This is a truth. It doesn't matter what you're seeing right now. This is a fundamental truth. So pass along this message that you are your own best motherfucking ally. I am too. Let's adopt that belief. Let's spread that belief energetically through loving ways, through ourselves first. And let's change this freaking world. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. As always, I'd love to hear your comments or your ideas or your thoughts or anything else. And I will catch you in my next podcast. Love you.